1: culture, and current events. This is 2020 on Vision.
0: This is Andrew McLennan. Today we're going to talk about a topic, should a woman speak in church? Half the world's population are female, and the Bible gives two perspectives on this topic. And today we have a special guest who speaks in her local church. It's a Church of Christ in Queensland, Australia, and she's going to share a little bit of her journey and her story as a woman who feels called by God to preach. Sonia, welcome.
1: Oh, thank you, Andrew. It's lovely to be here.
0: Sonia, as I said in the introduction, the Bible could be argued both ways if a woman should speak in church or not. What is your perspective on what the Bible says about females preaching in churches?
1: Um, I I think that um, it's you know equally uh, important for a woman's voice to be heard in churches because there is, you know, half our population is um, the female population. So I think um, we should stand up for um, our gender and also, you know, um, share our stories because it's kind of what God says. He created man and woman and, um, you know, Adam and Eve at the start. And so I think from that stems, you know, the female population and as leaders, I think we should be given the right for our voices to be heard as well. That's my take on it.
0: Yeah, okay. And your personal journey, when did you feel a call from God to, to speak and to preach in a public forum?
1: Oh, wow. Um. I, I, <clears throat> I didn't ever think that I was going to be in a ministry role when I started out with my education. I was born in India. I studied there, and I was doing BCOM honours as my first degree, and uh, I was going to do MBA and move into a very corporate kind of a uh, um sector but um after I moved to New Zealand and I was saved, I became a born again Christian in Auckland. Um that's when I think God just took me on a very different journey and there was a divine intervention in Mount Isa when I was growing up lying to actually be a truck driver.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, so yeah, hang on so you're going from New Zealand to wanting to do an MBA to New- <laughs> Now you're in Mount Isa, Queensland, driving <laughs> trucks, okay. I
1: didn't actually start driving trucks, but I was uh, hired by Extrata and I was on the verge of starting the the training, but this is where Divine Intervention came into uh, play. I was um, volunteering at the church at the time in Mount Isa in a, in a residential uh, youth facility and I loved it and they asked me to stay on and I said no to Extrata when they actually called me to start training. And that's when I started youth work, and I was there for five years working with actually Churches of Christ in their residential care facility. Yeah.
0: yeah, but when when did you first feel a call from God to start to preach in a public setting when there's both men and women there?
1: Um, so when I became a children's pastor at the Uniting Church in Samford, this was after I got released from my eyes, I got opened open the doors for ministry. Um, and I also did a scripture union role um, as a chaplain, school chaplain, alongside my church role. So it was at that point the, at the Uniting Church when um, they asked if I would like to preach a sermon one Sunday morning because the senior pastor had to go on holidays and I was, yeah, happy to do it. And once I started to preach, I just felt like, you know, I, I really felt that this was kind of a place um, where, My giftings probably were being used in writing sermons and speaking and being able to share God's Word from a public platform.
0: Yeah, and did you see fruit? Did you see people being blessed, being encouraged, their faith being built up when you did start to speak?
1: Yes, definitely. I got a lot of feedback, positive feedback from the congregation saying that the, the Word that I had brought that morning or on a particular Sunday had really spoken to them and had encouraged them, uplifted them. And I think uh, a lot of the young people were also quite encouraged. My youth and young adults that I was also uh, kind of uh, ministering to at the time felt very encouraged that to see a female, you know, leader up on the you know pulpit preaching a message and yeah, just showing them that it can be done, and that we you know uh, also have something to say, a message, and a voice to yeah, be heard. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I guess there could be some females, both young and old, listening to the interview today, who may also feel a call from God to preach, but they're not quite sure how that works or what that looks like. What advice would you have for them?
1: Um, I feel if you've got a call and if there's something inside of you that is urging you to do it, I I think... You need to just step up and do it, and God will make the way. If it's inside you, it's going to come out. And God always makes, a, makes the way for any gift that needs to come out, and the opportunities will arise and will be presented. And, yeah, just to have the confidence and courage to do it regardless.
0: So you're saying you've got to go there?
1: Yes, you've got to go there, and you've got to yeah, be strong and stand up and speak.
0: And, and I guess before people invite you to speak, how do you go there? What What does a young or even an older lady do who wants to preach and there's no doors opening right now? How do they go there? What do they do?
1: I, I guess you could ask um, your local uh, churches if they they get an opportunity to maybe speak in smaller settings and smaller group settings like a ladies' meeting and um, yeah life group or things like that where they can start just you know in smaller steps and um, if someone has a gift and a talent and people recognize it and then they might give you a slightly bigger opportunity to do something slightly bigger you know like maybe a women's conference where you get the opportunity and then perhaps in, in the church on a maybe an evening service to start with
0: yeah that's good yeah. advice so you just mm. start small and yeah. and i suppose too you you go there in your prayer life too don't you you believe god in your prayer time that yes. you're going to speak to people and preach to people, and God's going to use you to reach people?
1: Definitely. You ask God always to show you where he would like you to be planted and where he would like to use you. You know, always asking him for his guidance and also for his message and for the audience that he wants you to reach.
0: Yeah. Are there any Bible characters or stories in the Bible that have really inspired you on in your journey?
1: Yes, definitely. There was, of course, Esther and Ruth. They were, you know, very inspiring. Actually, heroes for me.
0: So, what about their stories really inspires you?
1: Ah, uh, just their courage, and even in the times when you know women weren't given that recognition, and you know were you know not recognized as equal, um, and in that society, they even you know went outside the norm and did things that were outside the box. And we're just strong women that were wanting to, you know, um, I guess follow God's, God's leading. And uh, they took that step. Yeah. And then God had a destiny for them, you know. So it starts with that step and following God's advice, and his leadings, and God, you know, God's walking with you in that journey too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you're right. Um, both of them took a big step, didn't they? Mm. Esther took a big step, a big yeah. risk. To go and speak to the king, and then uh, Ruth took a big step to leave her family, leave exactly. her homeland, and and step into a new nation. Yes. So you're right. I've never actually analysed it like that before. Both took those big steps. And for you, what was your big step?
1: Uh, my first big step was actually leaving <coughs> India. Sorry. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, leaving India and moving to New Zealand because I was um, coming from a third world country, and I had no family when I, where I was going. It was just a whole new country. Um, pretty much like Ruth, you know, leaving her nation and, uh, and going into the unknown, but believing that God was with me and trusting in that and knowing that he had a plan and a purpose for my life and that I would be okay. And it has been okay. It has given me a huge purpose now in ministry and um, inspiring other people and especially young people.
0: Yeah, wonderful. and. Like I said, the Bible could be argued both ways about women preaching in churches, but what New Testament verses encourage you or inspire you to speak up and to say what God puts on your heart?
1: Um, I guess um, for me, um, you know, that we are God's masterpiece and that he created us with a purpose. Uh, This is Ephesians 2.10, I think, and also Jeremiah 29.11, that you know, he says that um, I have God has a plan for you, and not to harm you, but to prosper you, and to give you a hope and a future. So, no matter what's going on, and sometimes we have setbacks in our lives, personal challenges, and personal situations that seem like it's going to derail you, but it's actually God's always working, and even amidst through all of that, He takes all. All the mess and makes a beautiful message, you know. If you can trust him and and all of that, it's yep. the broken pieces and makes a beautiful masterpiece.
0: Amen, amen. amen. And I guess uh, Acts chapter two is always an inspiring <clears throat> verse too, isn't it? Where it says, "In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit, yes. and your sons and who will prophesy." Exactly. This is this is Bible trivia quiz time. What, what does it say? Your sons and your daughters. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right. He didn't leave the daughters out.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, if you analyse that, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's basically yeah, yeah, it's
1: both the genders, male and female. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a
0: that's a a word from God that as He pours out His mm-hmm. Spirit in the last days, both men and women will prophesy, which means to speak.
1: Yes. To speak.
0: So it's hard to argue against that, isn't it?
1: Exactly. That's a very good point, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Well, Sonia, you're not just a uh, leader in church. You you do work as a um, as a pastor in the Church of Christ, Queensland. But you also volunteered vision, and I do want to mention that. <laughs> Thank and you're one of the amazing people that come into vision and volunteer your time in the prayer room and also on the reception desk. What was your first impression when you came to vision?
1: Um, I felt it was a place with a vision and very inspired by uh, just the people around because everyone um felt I, I just felt everyone was on this journey together for spreading God's Word. Yeah, around the world globally, so I, I was very inspired and extremely excited to be part of this this team here in vision and just be amongst like-minded people doing this journey, <clears throat> you know supporting each other in and um, just yeah, just being together in this um, the vision that you know you vision has.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Of
1: spreading God's word all around and yeah it's so amazing it's just so exciting I, I'm so blown away but I got opened this door for me and it's been an amazing opportunity and I've just been getting more and more opportunities as I've been coming here with um, the editor asking me to write a piece you know an article on the front page and then today you're doing this interview with me so yeah just um, like lots of great things are happening here mm. at Vision so I, I love it it's, it's so good.
0: It is it's a so great place blessed. and uh, yeah, it's people like you. So maybe there's someone in Southeast Queensland listening today. You can come in and volunteer as well. Yes. Or we have a volunteer prayer army all across Australia. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that, Sonia, but all across Australia, people pray for vision as well. Yes, I'm
1: aware and of that. And we
0: really value that team of people who mm-hmm. pray. So maybe you're listening from WA, Tasmania, the far north, up in the Darwin area. You can also be a part of our volunteer army by praying for the work of God and uh, and believe with us for, for greater impact and greater light to shine. Yes. But Sonia... I just want to thank you so much for coming in today and sharing a little bit of your journey as a woman called by God.
1: Thank you, Andrew. It's been such a blessing. Um, Thank you for having me and giving me this time today. God bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find
0: out more about us,
1: go to vision.org.au.